0: Welcome to Higher Ed, Teaching with a Christian Perspective. I'm your host, Chris Cassidy. Today we're back in the classroom, and I'd like to welcome Ms. Sheila Gilmore, our kindergarten teacher here at Hawthorne Christian Academy. Ms. Gilmore, how many years have you been teaching here at Hawthorne Christian Academy?
1: I've personally been teaching 17 years. Wow. Wow. Like I started in two thousand five.
0: That's great. And what were some of the grades you've taught over the years?
1: I've taught K five, first, second, and third grade.
0: Wow. That's great. And one of the reasons why I could have had you on the last episode for experience in education, because you've <laughs> 17 years is a long time in teaching. You've done a great job all these years. But Thank you. yes, ma'am. But I wanted to focus today on how you engage your students in education. You do such a great job of making it not just in the classroom. You, you, you think outside of the classroom. You think all different types of activities. But could you tell me some about the influences in your life that made you want to be a teacher?
1: Sure. Uh, as, a, as a little girl, pretty much, we have a lot of educators in my family. So, we used to play a lot of school. I learned to read and write very early on in life. I had grandparents that would teach me a a barrage of things such as cooking, gardening, farming, all types of things. So, I was always surrounded by learning something. And it was even my mom and dad. they They were very instrumental in not only me getting an education, but my brother as well. So, education has always been... The top of our list, you know. Make sure that you do, and make sure that you know uh, clearly what it is that you want in life. Yes. So, pretty yes. much at a very young age, I realized I wanted to be a teacher.
0: That's great because
1: I were around so many people that were teachers, or were te- they were teaching me something.
0: Yes, I found that a lot of folks who get into education, they had a parent or a family member encouraging them along the way that that makes a big difference doesn't
1: it well that is exactly what happened to me i had a lot of people encouraging me and through their encouragement i love to learn
0: so you may be able to hear every so often uh we're here in miss gilmore's classroom and i see incubators with little eggs inside it that are hatching you may even hear some chicks that have hatched there's uh little fish tanks with some beta fish in it, and there's plants growing. Uh, It's just amazing how you engage your students. And so if you don't mind, tell our listeners about some of the hands-on learning that you do at Hawthorne.
1: Well, the past few years, we used to partner with 4-H. My children ran 4-H, and they did a lot of things in that program. And I just enjoyed having kids learn about more than the ABCs and the 1, two threes, However, they are very important. So we do teach that. But in addition to us teaching, or at least me teaching it, I included gardening, small animals such as rabbits, dealt with birds, all types of birds, all types of quail. Here at Hawthorne, I think we were the hatchingest school actually in the county because truly <laughs> I, I was the vendor. Yes. For everyone, so I know who got which eggs. And I think we got a lot more. <laughs> yes. So we've hatched everything from chicks, quails, pheasants, emus, guineas, geese, you name it. We've wow. hatched all these things right here at Hawthorne. And it just the children's eyes, they just light up when they see all these different animals, but they've never actually seen them hatch. Wow. And here we've I've had I've been given an opportunity to teach them from within the egg. They know when something's fertile. Yes. When an egg is not fertile, when they're when the egg has stopped developing, they can tell that there's a blood ring. Oh, it stopped developing, and we we use every aspect of hatching as a learning process. Even if the bird hatches and it doesn't live, that's a part of education. That's right. Uh, we've been doing this now for a very long time. Yes, and. The important thing that I thought also was good, that we would just do rollover into gardening. Yes. And truly, you may not know this, but some of the first animals that we brought here was when your little girl, your yes, oldest daughter, was, was yes. in my class. Yes. And so we've enjoyed doing this for a very long time. And children, I would ask children, where do you get your food from this grocery store? Yeah. And they don't really realize that all of these things are grown by either, you know, small farmers or large farmers, but they can do The same thing, actually, in their own uh, backyards. Yes. And we chose, and I chose to have their backyard, our backyard here (laughs) at school. That's right. And so we started gardening, and it's been great ever since. But people think that I actually did all of this. I do not. And I have pictures to prove it. (laughs) These children have actually put the soil into the containers. they planted these. Uh, vegetables and they've watered and they've harvested all of these plants and even tasted them. Yes. And we've actually used a few of them actually in our cafeteria. That's
0: right. We serve some of it in our lunch, even we, some of the lettuce and the vegetables and things we've we've eaten here at the school. That's we have, right.
1: And I, and I think it's just important that they know that they can also grow what they actually purchase. Yes. And, and they're always excited. Yes. They're always excited.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm going to put in the show notes some pictures of Miss Gilmore's container gardening and some of the animals she's grown and raised. So I think uh, our listeners will be very much interested in seeing everything that you do here at the school and with the children.
1: Here, I've been given an opportunity to do not only not only to teach them from the textbook and the curriculum, but we can also do it through hands-on and through showing them and. It's just an important part of what we do here at Hawthorne, I think.
0: That's right. Uh,
1: I've never been censored from doing any of that. And I am thankful because the children are
0: very engaged. In addition to reading, writing, and arithmetic and phonics and cursive handwriting, which is something all of your students can do, um, and in addition to the hands-on learning, what does Christian education mean to you?
1: Honestly, I can say Christian education means everything to me. Um, It is my life because I've chosen to be a Christian. Um, Children need a foundation in Christ, and it helps them to grow and to respect each other, and it gives them values, and it helps them to be productive in this society.
0: At Hawthorne, we believe God has a plan for each of our lives. No one is an accident. No one's a mistake. So, God has a purpose for each of our lives. How did God work in your life to get you here today?
1: I chose at 19 years old to truly, truly, truly live for Christ. I was always in a Christian home, but my decision to live and walk according to God's will actually started truly at 19 years old, knowing that there must be something better in life than just shuffling through it. And honestly, I got married right out of college, and I stayed an at-home mom for about 15 years because I had said, hey, I think my children need me at home. If we ever started having children, and so I said, before I get too old, I'd like to go out here in the world and start work. <laughs> and that was an agreement between my husband and I. And mm-hmm. when I came here, this school Hadn't been here for very long. No, no. Maybe a couple of years. Yeah, maybe two, yeah. Maybe two or three years. Two or three years. And I said, you know, I really like to teach in Christian education more so than secular education. Um, truly, there's a lot of censoring you. You can't say certain things. I could say things about things that maybe wasn't as significant. But if you say something about Christ, it was always an issue.
0: Yes. So
1: I wanted to go and and teach in a place that I could live. My life easily. Yes. And, and to instill that in maybe other people as well, and especially in children. I have a motto. I say this. This is a ministry. Amen. And ministry is the most important thing to me. Amen. It may not be the most important t- thing to others, but ministry is important to me. And the way I got here is I prayed and I asked God, where should I work? Because it's very easy to choose, pick and choose where you want to work and then not be satisfied once you get there. And I came here and I met our administrator, Ms. Michelle Cassidy. And she was very nice. And I thought, hey, this is a nice place to work.
0: It's it's a step of faith when you come teach at a Christian school.
1: And truly it was the faith that I chose to step into. And, you know, I've never regretted it, not even once, in being a teacher here. I've enjoyed it over the years. Amen. And I was thankful that God showed me that I needed to be here. So how I came here is through my prayers. Amen. And I think through the prayers of others as well. That's right. And I, like I said, I work here as if I work unto Christ. That's right. And that's the only way that we we both can be productive. That's right. school as well as myself.
0: Well, Miss Gilmore, if you had one tip for a new teacher in Christian education, what would that be?
1: I would say to work here at this school, to work as if you're working unto, unto Christ. And, I, and if that is well done, then there should be no worry. God will guide you. He will guide them. He will guide the children. He will guide that teacher. Um, as we follow Christ, children have a tendency of following us and we have a responsibility to them. Yes. So we are the examples that God has placed before them and always be mindful that that is what we are.
0: That's always my biggest concern, me personally, at the end of the day. I'm like, Lord, please, I pray that I've not led any of your children astray through anything I've said or done. I pray that everything Lord. I've said or done would point them to the lord like you said
1: that's the reason christian education is here we're different than many other forms of education because everyone matters
0: that's right well miss gilmore thank you again for your time today we appreciate you enlightening us and just showing us and telling us about some things that you do in the classroom and i think that is an example of your hard work and dedication it's easy i'm not gonna say it's easy it's it's not as hard to just teach out of a book but when you go outside of the box think outside of the box and start bringing that in that's a lot of work you've developed a lot of this curriculum that you use for the gardening and the the embryology and the other things so I, i thank you and i know our students thank you they love it when they get to do that well thank you for listening to higher ed